This is the 10 to 11 a.m. Horses in the Morning Hour of the 2016 Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon by Weatherbeta, with voicemails sponsored by Horselovers.com. To hear all 12 hours of the Radiothon, visit Horseradionetwork.com and click on the Radiothon banner on the right side of the page. If you are listening on iTunes or on a podcast catcher, then you will find it under the Horse Radio Network All Shows feed or the Stable Scoop Radio Show feed. If you are listening on the Horse Radio Network phone app, you will find it all 12 hours of it under the Stable Scoop radio show. To see who won the prizes and to check out the sponsors, visit HolidayRadioThon.com. Thank you all for listening and enjoy. was the night before Radiothon when all through HRN headquarters, all the critters were sleeping, even P.T. Scooter. The voicemails were edited and ready to play in anticipation of this long day. The hosts were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of eggnog and cider danced in their heads. And Glenn the Geek in his Big Bang Theory PJs and Jen in her Fitz breeches had just settled in to catch some last-minute snoozes. When out in the pasture arose such a clatter, Glenn sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the barn he flew like a flash, tugged on his ovation country boots to avoid a big splash. The moon on the green grassy paddock showed Glenn a scene that gave him such a panic. When what to his eyes should appear but two big mustangs and one that girl Jamie with lots of cheer. With so much excitement she couldn't stay away, so she got on Zeus and Pony Thor and galloped to Ocala with a neigh. More rapid than Santa, her mustangs did fly. Across rivers and mountains and deserts, they astonished passers-by. On Zeus, on Thor, let us go see Scooter and Nigel. Glenn, Coach Jen, and Dr. Wendy are idle. Nobody need fear, Jamie has lots of surprises, and will help with Radiothon to give out thousands of prizes. Get ready for your fast ride. Deck the stalls with herds of horses. Listener voicemails and prizes Special guest 12 hours live This is your fantasy ride It's the Holiday Radio Call on the Horse Radio Network Welcome to Hour 2, the Horses in the Morning Hour of the Horse Radio Network 12-hour live holiday radiothon by Weatherbeta. With additional support provided by Horselovers.com, Omega Alpha Equine, Cavallo Boots, and Stud Muffins. I am Glenn Geek, and with me in the studio in Ocala, Florida, is host of the driving radio show, Dr. Wendy Ying. And we are your MCs for the entire 12 hours. Okay, welcome back, everybody, and we have Jamie back with us for hour two of the 12-hour video And you're actually here at the beginning of the hour. <laughs> uh, this is exciting. That's the first time I've heard Jared's little song. I love it. Isn't it good? Jared Rogerson, thank you so much for doing that for us. We really appreciate it, and we appreciate all of the top-of-the-hour contributors from our listeners as well. So that's kind of cool that they, they – we had so many – entries this year for the voicemails i was able to use them at the top of every hour too we had so many really really good ones we have 12 hours of unbelievable guests if you're just joining us we're in hour two as we said we have four thousand dollars in prizes just gave a couple away to some lucky winners if you want to give us a call jennifer will take your name and add you to the list it's the only way you can get entered now 435-272-1997 she has a bunch of calls on there that she's getting ready we'll try and take more callers this hour as well Wendy, what are the prizes this hour? Uh, we have some great prizes this hour. We have a pair of Cavallo Trek hoof boots worth $170. Glenn and Jennifer use these boots all the time. Scooter, Scooter and Nigel. And are, they're some of the most comfortable and longest lasting boots on the market today. Plus, Glenn just showed me this morning they come in little baby minis. Brand new. They're, they're adorable. So cute. Oh. I have them on my desk here. They're cute. <laughs> 
Uh, plus, we have a Stud Muffins gift pack worth $250. Stud Muffins are the horse treats that are 100% handcrafted. Every batch is made with care and devotion to produce the ultimate horse treat for your equine herd, whether you have one or 100. And I can personally vouch for these. My little babies will like run you down in the paddock for these stud muffins. Can you imagine $250 worth of stud muffins? No. That's, a lot of stud muffins. <laughs> That's Duke's fantasy for Christmas right there. All right, I don't have the drum roll music, so Wendy and I will help. It's time to find out Jamie's fantasy ride and big announcement, which she told us she was going to... You've been teasing me with this I can't for a wait. month. I've been dying here. So, all right, Jamie, your fantasy ride first. Well, which is first? first. Do you want, uh, fantasy let's do ride fantasy first. ride first. Yep. Okay. So I had to, I had to write this. I had to write a letter to myself on this. So I would (laughs) control my emotions myself. Yeah. So, um, my fantasy ride here goes, I sat down and thought really hard about who the one horse past or present I would ride if given a chance. My thoughts were all over the map. Vallegro, my favorite show jumper of all time, gem twist, my current heart horse Zenyatta. The horse that made me want to be an inventor, Dr. Peaches, or some of my favorite race horses of all time, Easy Goer, Seattle Slough, American Pharaoh, Secretariat. Glenn will only let me pick one because I'm not George Morris. So <laughs> I go back a little further. There was one horse that I dreamed of, talked about, did school reports about, read everything I could read about. So if I could choose the one horse that I feel fueled my desire to live, eat, sleep, and breathe horses, it would be the greatest race horse of all time, Man of War. Uh, In the Walter Farley book, Man of War, the fictional stable hand, Danny Ryan, this is what stuff as kids or dreams are made out of, takes Man of War out for a ride before he retires. And the, I wish I had the book because I'd quote it, but the way he described riding that horse so powerful and so scary was what made me want to be an exercise rider. Feeling that out of control, awesome speed of a racehorse would be like no other feeling on the planet. In 1920, in one of his last races, only one person would even enter a horse against him. And that was a horse named Hoodwink. Manowar won that race by more than 100 lengths, setting a new world record for a mile and five-eighths, Besting the previous record by six seconds. That record still stands today. So over his two-year career, Man of War won 20 of 21 races, setting three world records, two American records, and three track records. So in summation, my fantasy ride is the greatest racehorse of all time, Man of War. Yay! Good pick. Yeah, that's good pick. A great one. We, you know, I think we're probably going to hear what a lot of secretariats and American pharaohs, but uh, I don't know if we'll hear a lot of man of wars. We'll find out. Well, we'll find out. All right, I had now to go enough back. of that. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know um, what the big announcement is. <sighs> okay, so I had to write this one down too. Oh, geez. I got up at really early this morning. I was so nervous to talk about all this stuff. All right, now you're not resigning, are you? Because then I'm going to. I'm, I'm <laughs> I gonna quit. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm I'm not quitting. Okay. Uh, so the big announcement, uh, this is something that Chad and I have been working on for about a year and something that I've really been dreaming about for many, many, many years. Um, the thought of me having another child, Wendy, has not been in the cards <laughs> for us for many reasons. Wendy thought I was going to say I was pregnant. But being pregnant, having a baby, raising a baby were all no-goes for me. Uh, but Chad has always wanted another child and we would love to have a sibling for Lucas. So the big announcement is that Chad and I have already begun the process of adopting a child. Wow. Congratulations. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. We researched and studied and learned and have been to seminars and not a baby. I'm orientations. Assuming. Well, we were thinking about wanting to do a local adoption, you, but really here in Arizona, you got to be a foster parent. But if you are a foster parent and you foster a child for years, there's sometimes no guarantee that you'll be able to adopt that child and it can be like taken away from you at any time. And, and Chad said that there's no way that emotionally I could handle that. Um, <laughs> right. You, you can't give away a, a chicken. So no, I mean. <laughs> no, it, 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 be, I, it, I would go to jail. Like there's just, because the mother's sister's grandpa's uncle's cousin's nephew has more of a right to that child than you do. Even if you've raised it for years, because 
their their blood. So that that's kind of the system here in Arizona and many uh, states are around the country. So the other option is you can do a private adoption, which is where you like a, a pregnant mother wants to give up a baby, but again, then you have a baby. And so that wasn't really what we wanted either. So just to add to the announcement, we are about four months into what could be a minimum of at least two years, uh, the process to adopt a child internationally. So we're actually adopting a child from Ethiopia. Oh, wow. So I, so this will be a little bit older child out of diapers? Um, I, I, needs I don't know. Age, yeah, least. it needs to be riding age is what Jamie... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, we have not specified whether we wanted a girl or boy. We're just going to kind of leave that out there. Um, we put ages two to five. So something young enough to be, to be close enough to Lucas's age. We're excited. Lucas is excited. Yay. And it's going to be just an incredible adventure. We have to go to Ethiopia. Once we finally get matched and you go meet, you're, you're going to meet your, your match. We get to go to Ethiopia, not <gasps> once, but twice. Live shows from Ethiopia. We've oh never gosh, done that before. Right? <laughs> right? Isn't that amazing? We're flying into Adidas Ababa. <laughs> when we finally, you know, when it happens, but that could be quite a ways away. So we have had our first home study. We have a second one next week. And by the way, um, Glenn and Jennifer, I put you guys as a reference. So if well, anybody calls, say well, nice things. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of people in the auditor room congratulating you now and saying, thank oh. God you're not quitting. Cause, but, and because <laughs> uh, Jamie about what a month or two ago said, I need a reference letter. Well, why does anybody need a reference letter from their oh, boss? Yeah. Is because they're leaving. So, and, and she assured us it's not because she was looking for another job. And I think we gave you one, didn't we? Did I give you glowing reviews or did I say you sucked? Because that's what I wanted Actually, to put in the reference it, letter. It wasn't a reference letter. You, you see how much you had to do with it. it I'm sure your wife did it. So I needed a, a employment verification. Uh, I told her to tell uh, to tell everybody that she doesn't work here and that she sucks. She's the worst <laughs> ever at her job, and nobody should ever hire her. Uh, and uh, I'm so glad it wasn't because you were leaving. So thank you. <laughs> it, for that. it wasn't that, but now I'll get no baby. Thank you very much. <laughs> Big jerk. Good one, Congratulations, Glenn. girl. Thank you. I'm, I'm, we're, we're really excited. Hey, Lucas. Lucas, come here. Come here. Come Is here. Lucas excited too? Yes. So are you going to get a brother or a sister? A sister. Oh, yeah. you're getting I a sister. sister Yay. Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Oh, you can say that? <laughs> I'm impressed. Yeah, that's my boy. <laughs> it, it changes daily whether he wants a brother or a sister. So <laughs> do you have a choice or, do you, or not when to ask for one or the other? Say what? Do you I'm have sorry. a choice to ask for one or the other, brother, um, sister? We we could choose, okay. but um, we we decided not to choose. We just kind of going to leave it up to the one that's needed. You know, there's like fifty thousand orphans in Ethiopia, so I, I just figured the one that's at the top of the list that needs us the most is the one we're going to take. Good for you. Good for you, girl. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, so finally, thank God I get to talk about it. Jeez, you know how hard this yeah, has been? Yeah, usually you tell us everything in the morning before the show starts. And this one she was holding out, so I was getting a little nervous. I just thought you a better place than, than a holiday show to talk about adding to our family. Congratulations. Why don't we talk thank to some you. listeners here? Uh, they can congratulate you, too. Uh, let's get through as many as we can. We have about 10 minutes before we go on to our next guest. So we have Ruby coming on right here. Merry Christmas, yep, Ruby. I'm being called. Hold on. Hold on. I had my headphones in. <laughs> hey, hello. Hello, Ruby. Out? Merry Christmas. Hi. Congratulations, Jamie. I just had Yay. a friend that adopted from India, so I'm so excited for you. Thank That's you. Awesome. Give, you can give me her phone number. I'll talk to her because uh, this is such a challenge. It's really, really amazing, though. <laughs> I like, might just, I might just do that. So, um, if, if so, I might have to ask. I'll talk to her and see if she wants to offer some guidance. Maybe. <laughs> Please, that'd be great. I need all the help I can get. <laughs> well, Ruby, what what is your uh, fantasy so ride, awesome, Ruby? Though. What's your fantasy ride? Um, can it be fictional? Sure. Like a book okay, it's your fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> so my fantasy ride would be not. It's a, from one of my favorite uh, horse book series, and it's not just a horse. It's Pegasus, ah. and his name is Star, and he's pretty awesome. He's got like superpowers and whatnot. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, that would be my fantasy ride. <laughs> 
Well, if you're going to have a fantasy ride, it might as well be one with superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I didn't know we could fantasy. Pick this too, so. Jamie wants <laughs> to change her pick. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that just ups the ante right there. <laughs> well, thank you, Ruby. We know you listen all the time, and we really appreciate you listening in. And good luck on winning something today. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for all that you guys do. It's awesome. All right. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. Uh, okay, Katie is coming up next. To Merry Christmas, Katie. Hi. Are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Merry Christmas. You're live. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Thank you. You guys are so fast. I know. <laughs> I didn't expect to get through. <laughs> you got through. You're here. So what's, where are you from, Katie? What state? I am from Vermont. Oh, very good. Which actually has to do with, that has to do with my fantasy ride. I'm actually a quarter horse girl, but yeah, from Vermont, I think I would have to say figure, which was the Justin Morgan horse, um, just because he was so awesome. Yes, very good. Uh, that is a good pick, actually. I, I, I'm surprised too at the with the voicemails and now the callers. How many? What variety we're getting of fantasy rides? Uh, <laughs> so that's why would you pick yeah, that if one? I had to pick a quarter horse. That would be different, but. I'd probably have to pick, like, Doc Barr, but I just love Justin Morgan. Why oh. did you pick that one? Justin Morgan? You are, yeah, why did you pick it? Because he started a whole dynasty, a whole breed of horses, and um, he could do everything. He could pull a plow, he could, you know, ride, he could race, he could, he could do everything. And he was only, like, 14 hands. It's crazy. <laughs> and being from Vermont, too, you know, he was basically belonged to a Vermont school teacher, right? Exactly. Yep. Yep. Justin yeah. Morgan, who's what the breed is named after. And, mm-hmm. plus, you know, he kind of put Vermont on the map for horses. You know, we're a small little state. We don't have a lot of claim to fame. So you got to kind of take it when you can. That's because you can only ride one month a year when it's not snowing. Uh Exactly. It's either <laughs> Not if you have a Morgan Glenn because they can drive your sleigh around. Oh, that's true. That's true. Morgans are a great that's breed. That's true. My my friend is actually looking for a sleigh, and I already told her, I'm like, you have to take me out. When I was a kid, my grandfather used to take us out on a sleigh, and so it's like, I want to do it again. Fine. But well, I don't drive, so. Well, you'll learn. It's I easy. Should. Everybody's <laughs> getting into driving thanks to Wendy and I. We're we're converting the world. Thank you, Katie. Merry Christmas. I should, just for the winter. <laughs> Thank you. Merry Christmas Bye. to you. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, Jamie. Next up, say hi to Lindy. Lindy. Hey, how are you? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you, guys. I'm loving the show. Great. Thank you so much for joining us and calling in. we got to ask, who's your fantasy ride? It would be Hidalgo. Oh, the oh that's a good one too. Oh, she's Let's taking Hidalgo and putting him in. on Hidalgo. Nice. She's, and Vigo would be my crew. Oh, he'd be oh. he'd be in the. I'd be riding double with him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well done, well done. Well, we hope you have a wonderful holiday. You're entered for all these amazing prizes, and thank you so much for calling in, and thank you for giving me a visual of. Vigo in the saddle with me on Hildago. Appreciate it. There Don't you go. The it's a fantasy worth thinking about. Double fantasy. And hi to Denise, who the guest regular. Oh, hi, oh. Denise. She'll be here shortly. She's going to be spending the rest of the day with us if she's not here already. I don't know. But, uh, Tell her uh, I said hi. I rode with her at Myrtle Beach. Oh, oh cool. Fun. What a neat ride. We're, we're going to think about coming up next year to join all you guys for that. That'd I be... hope you do. I'm on the planning committee for that ride, so we would love to have you. Can we do a live show while riding on the beach with our with my our great big microphones? We could do that. You sure could. All right. Lindy, we'll look forward to that. I know you that. could. I love Myrtle Beach. Sounds like fun. All righty. We'll see you next year. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Jamie, your next caller is Nikki. Nikki, hey, how are you? Hey, Jamie. Happy holidays. Hi, Glenn and Wendy. How you guys doing? Merry Christmas, Nikki. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. So, let's, I, yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I said, let's hear it. Who's the fantasy ride? The fantasy ride, after much deliberations, I was just like you. I'm like, oh, God, who would I pick? It would be <laughs> Harry Delaire Snowman, but I want to ride with Lady Martha Sitwell. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's a, <laughs> okay. They keep getting better and better. And I keep saying, why didn't I think of that? That's awesome. 
I would just love to ride with those two women, Lady Martha and Leslie, and, you know, hopefully come back in one piece. (laughs) Well, I know Leslie's listening and she's probably getting a huge kick out of that because, yeah, I mean, riding with, let's see, let's put it all together. So far, we've got Lady Martha, Leslie Wiley, and Vigo. Woo, that's a good day. Yeah. Now we just got to add those polar players and Jamie, we're set. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. We're going to talk to one of them later. Oh my, I'm, I'm, I'm a nervous wreck. <laughs> and he's been pro- promoting it like crazy. Uh, Nick Roland has been promoting it everywhere. So I think he's looking forward to talking to you too, Jamie. Yeah. I don't think he talks to, I think it's more, he's promoting that he's talking to Monty Roberts. So I'm, I'm just, peanuts in here. just reading there. the prizes. <laughs> Monty Schmonty, oh, yeah. Jamie Jennings. Who cares about that guy? He's got you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No well, congratulations on your announcement. That's wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks. If that doesn't put me in the holiday spirit, I finally get to post on Facebook about it. Gee. <laughs> yeah, I, I am no, amazed right? you've kept this quiet this long. That's the biggest secret you've ever kept. I, I've never had. I don't have secrets. So. Hmm. <laughs> Because Chad made her keep the secret. That's he it. said, if you tell, the deal's off. <laughs> Speaking of Chad, uh, we have a very special interview in the 11th hour during Horse Husbands. This is the longest interview of the day because I didn't cut any of it out. It was listener questions for your husband. And um, we and I'm going to make sure you're busy during that hour and can't listen. So, Well, am I going to want a divorce after that You're interview? not going to be adopting a baby. I think it'll, you'll be leaving the house, or he will, one or the other. Coming up in the 11th Somebody hour. The Thanks, Nikki. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Glenn. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right. We have one more quick. We'll have to make this quick before we head into our next guest. Uh, we have Christina on here. Hi. Hey, Christina. How are you? We're How great. We're great. Thank you so oh, much for calling holidays. in. Happy holidays Thank to you, too. What is your fantasy ride? Um, Adolfo Cambiasso decided he's a polo player from Argentina. He's a 10 goaler. He you decided ride to clone. <laughs> You're going to ride Adolfo? And- <laughs> All right. No, Yay, so it's a fantasy better. ride. <laughs> yeah, he ahead. is my fantasy ride. No, he uh, decided to clone his favorite polo mare, Quattro And uh, anyone who clones a mare and thinks it's that good, that's the horse I want to ride. Mm-hmm. Oh, so true. So true. To clone a mare, she must be a really, really good mare. She must and, have been amazing. And it doesn't hurt that she was owned by an Argentinian polo player because they're all gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Here we are you riding double again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's they're a theme gorgeous. here, and it's not a Christmas theme. <laughs> <laughs> Christina, thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate it, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. 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 I would like to say that now we've got an Argentinian polo player. We've got all these, all these wonderful men. And then Jerry Johnson just commented to me that I'm sure Mike Smith is available for the group ride too. (laughs) (laughs) He's calling in later. I'm sure. I'm sure Mike is Uh, calling in to talk to you. Please call after my hour is over. (laughs) (laughs) We had to record our next guest ahead of time, but let's take a listen. It was a lot of fun. And I will say, I had to do some selective editing to keep this a family show. So here we go. And we welcome to Radiothon one of our favorite people. His name is Stuart Pittman. And Stuart is, I think, I think now, Stuart, you're the world's leading advocate for retraining racehorses. You think so, huh? <laughs> no pressure. You I'll take it. I, I, I won't argue. You started I'll something. Spend enough you, time uh, at it. Yeah. Yeah. You obviously began the retired racehorse project, and and you've become you know the voice for the retired racehorse. And I know that's what you set out to to do, and you you did it, my friend. Congratulations. Thank you. Now, we're here to talk to you a little bit about the holidays. You know, I could always pick your brain on horse training, and I always have questions, but Glenn's making me save that for another time. <laughs> it's a Excuse party. Me. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's our Christmas party. You can you ask me what I want for Christmas? Yes, what do you want for Christmas, Stuart? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Start with that. You, you, guys, you guys give him stuff away. Yeah, yeah. $4,000 worth. No, I want I want four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> no, 
I want I want you guys to be the title sponsor of next year's Thoroughbred Makeover. How about that? Oh. And if you can't do that, at least you need to be there to cover it live. Oh, okay. I'll put that in your stocking, okay? I'll send okay, that right that's... over. <laughs> Glenn, okay. seriously, if you could make that happen, that'd be fantastic. I, okay, I'll work on that. I'll work on yeah. that. We'll give we'll here. get a booth for you and everything. You know, yeah. that's only a thousand times the prizes we're giving away today, Stuart. So uh, just hours, make so. us look shabby and small. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is cool because uh, Glenn, I actually did some research on Stuart, and Stuart oh, yeah. actually has a very interesting family life, which would mean I would believe oh, no. Christmas and <laughs> the holidays. You were researching my family life? Yes. <laughs> I have been oh Google searching you, my friend, and now you're going to have to come clean because I did not realize that you, your Doden Farms, which is a 550 acres in Maryland, you are the eighth generation of the family to own this farm. True or false? True. True. You have True. six siblings and you're the eighth generation. Dear God, what is Christmas like on the farm for you? Uh, well, there are a lot of people because I have I have seven siblings and uh, they live all over the place. All the three of us live on the farm. My two sisters right. and I, uh, one runs a winery there, a vineyard. Um, which is kind well, of that's nice. good at the holidays. And, um, <laughs> it is. It is. We can't always afford their wine, but we start out with a bottle of their wine and then we move on to the boxes and all the other stuff that we drink. <laughs> um, but um, my dad died a few years ago and my mom is, is still there in the, the main house. And um, my wife, Aaron and I, and our two boys have, have a house and my other sisters have houses there too. So it's kind of like a nice, nice family commune. And then the others, the others come visit. Yeah, he's on so a compound there's, there's, basically. Yeah. You've got a compound yeah, of family. It, you're like the Kennedy. Yeah, I mean, I, I got I got born into the right family. It's it's great to have a piece of land that everybody thinks of as home, and um, we will never sell. Um, my dad set it up into a a land trust where we can't sell any of it if five of the seven don't agree, and there's never going to be five of the seven who want to sell even an acre of it. So um, it's here for now. Hopefully, our kids will feel the same way. What a smart guy your dad was. Uh, yeah, he was yeah. a lawyer. Oh, there hard to get anything <laughs> that explains it. He tried. He tried to go into business with me at one point, and he wrote up a contract, and and I just said, "Hell no, I'm I'm doing this on my own. You're not taking all my money." <laughs> uh, and I I do love that on your website that it does say that you from the very beginning never took instruction well from your dad. <laughs> Or really anybody, if you would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't. And, and he, he thought he knew something about horses because he'd gone out west and, and uh, you know, worked on a dude ranch. And, and, um, and you know, he, he dabbled in horses. He was, he was a lawyer, really. But um, then when I joined Pony Club and I, I started getting told that you're supposed to actually take care of them um, and, and <laughs> learn a few things, I started to rebel. And I was about, you know, 12 or 13 at that point. So my teenage years, there was a lot of conflict over the horses with my dad. But then um, later on, when I decided to, to go into business doing it, he uh, he first tried to stop me from doing that. But then uh, once I once I went ahead and did it, he became really, really supportive and proud. And uh, it's great. Well, he, he's a lawyer, but the history of the farm uh, is that it was a tobacco farm. And then when that faded, it began raising beef cattle. Right. So he's a cowboy. Yeah cowboy lawyer well he didn't actually you know we we did the cattle on foot uh we didn't usually ride the horses into the cow field we were pretty scared of the cows we had black <laughs> angus and then we mixed them with charlotte and they're pretty mean and when those cows calf you know it was scary walking out in those fields we used to get run out of there all the time um but um we no longer have cattle uh when i decided to do the horses um we started, you know, ripping out the barbed wire fence and putting in board fence and, and got rid of the cattle. Um, and uh, I wouldn't mind having a few cows now. After the thoroughbred makeover, I kind of want to be a cowboy again and learn how to learn how to rope and do all that stuff. But um, um, I haven't done that yet. Well, let's well, get, and that, I was just going to say, um, let's get back to the holidays a little bit. What do you guys do that's really <laughs> different or special there at the farm? Well... Um, we used to cut down our own tree on the farm, but then all the tulip poplars grew up so fast, they drowned out all the pine and we don't have much anymore. But, um, I remember the last time that, that, uh, I cut down the tree, my, 
my parents were always procrastinators and it was, I think it was Christmas two days before Christmas, maybe. And we still didn't have a damn tree. And, um, I was about 13 or 14 and I went out looking for trees. And if there aren't many pine trees left and you look hard enough, they start to look like Christmas trees. And you finally pick one. I think it was actually a branch off of a tree. And, um, I remember bringing that back to the house and it was my Charlie Brown Christmas tree and, and I actually <laughs> used it. Um, but from then on, we, we bought our Christmas trees elsewhere. So that was a cool tradition was cutting down our own trees, but it's all tulip poplar now. And that doesn't really work with the pine in the woods. Um, no. and you know, we, we, um, other than that, I don't know. There was always a, we'd go fox hunting the day after Christmas. Um, what else? That was boxing day. Uh, um, you know, when it was snowing, of course, you know, we'd do some sledding. Um, but mostly just what everybody else does, you know, you eat and you do a lot of presents and, um, you know, you feel like crap at the end of the day. And that leads us to kind of the question of the day, which is, if Stuart Pittman could ride today any horse in the entire history of the world, and it was only one horse, who would you want to ride? California Chrome. No kidding. Why? California Chrome. Is that what everybody else is saying, too? Why? No. Because, no, no, no. No, it used to be I wanted to ride Secretariat, but, you know, he's dead. So I know you said in history, but but I haven't really seen him much lately. And he got kind of fat when he got older anyway as a stallion. And, and um, you know, you have to look back at when he was younger to really want to ride him. But um, California Chrome, I was obsessed with that horse when he was running the Triple Crown races. And then after that, I got, I mean, I got to the point that I was watching videos on Blood Horse every time the horse worked. They were putting, they were putting videos up of his works. And that's where I really loved him. Um, he, he would go out on the track and he would stop and stand and look at everything. And then he would trot and then he would pick up a canner. And then, you know, his stride would just get bigger and bigger and bigger and his ears were pricked. I mean, you know, um, there are other racehorses that it was fun to watch them do that too. American Pharaoh was fun, but I just got obsessed with watching him, you know, these videos of his works and he just seems like such a well-balanced horse and a happy horse and an athlete that could do anything. So, you know, my fantasy of riding him would be, you know, I wouldn't just get on and just get right off or even do it at the track. I'd like to bring him back to the farm. And if I could only ride him once, I'd probably ride him for about six hours because I would <laughs> want to train him and, and, you know, get him supple and get him balanced and teach him some transitions and, and then start jumping over some cross rails. And by the end of it, of course, we'd be jumping courses and uh, he'd be such a great athlete and such a smart horse that he would learn it really fast. And, you know, at the end of the ride, I have myself a really awesome event horse. And then they'd take him away and take him to the breeding shed. <laughs> but, I hope you know. I hope Art Sherman's cool. listening right Help. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure well, he is. Yeah, if, if he's sterile, send him my way. <laughs> Another, you know, cigar. But uh, hopefully that won't happen. <laughs> well, Stuart, we sure do appreciate you coming on and talking about your fantasy ride and what life is like for you guys up in uh, Maryland for Christmas. And we do hope you give every single one of your siblings a hug from us and, and your mom as well. And, and we wish you guys a very Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Well, thank you. It's always fun talking to you guys. Thanks, Stuart. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And there's the edited version of Stuart Pittman. <laughs> <laughs> he got into a little more California Chrome than we needed to hear about. <laughs> Jamie, who is our sponsor, title sponsor for today? Our title sponsor for today is Weatherbeta. Have you ever wished your horse's blanket came com with completely innovative leg straps? Look no further than Weatherbeta's Comfitech Ultra Cozy Blanket. This blanket comes with padded, elasticized, and removable leg straps designed for a secure and comfortable fit. Not only can you secure your horse's blanket onto him or her, but the extra padding provides more cushioning against your horse's legs. So to learn more, visit weatherbeta.com slash comfitech, C-O-M-F-I-T-E-C. Stay tuned the next hour for more highlights from the Comfitech range, new from Weatherbeater uh, for winter 2016. That's I got right. all Southern on that. Weatherbeater. Yeah, you did. <laughs>
You went into your hey, cinematic I, You know, it's so funny because before the show started, Wendy and I were going, geez, Weatherbeater came out with new blankets. That means we have to buy all new blankets because... I know. Uh, I'm in trouble. Because you know, want the newest thing. I live thing. in Sarasota, so it's only a fashion item for us, <laughs> but I still need them. That's right. Blankets are like saddle pads. You need the newest because you don't want your horses out there in yesterday's wear, no. right? And well, especially the I, elasticized <laughs> straps, the padded straps, because that's a huge pet peeve of mine when people don't cross my leg straps when they're putting the blankets on. So yeah. I I think that's so great because they can, like you can even have your horse husband put your blankets on and you don't lose sleep over this chub rub they're getting on their thighs. <laughs> <laughs> I just, during the Stuart interview, I had to run outside and because I clipped Zeus, I had to take his little blanket off and I need him uh, to get him a new one. This one's super old that I got from a neighbor because I don't have a horse that wears a 72. But he does. He's the tiniest horse I've ever owned. So I had to run out and take the blanket off because I looked outside and he and Thor are battling over the the blanket. And I'm like, (laughs) no, do not eat your blanket. Well, you need a a super tough Weatherbeater Comfortech ultra cozy blanket. Yes, I do. (laughs) Yes, I do. All right. Let's take a listen to the next voicemail package. And this is where Jerry Johnson comes in, Jamie. You're going to want to listen to this. You have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. It's Amanda from Horselovers.com and my favorite holiday food is my grandma's cookies. We even bake them together sometimes. Enjoy these voicemails brought to you by Horselovers.com. This is the Johnson Family Christmas contribution to the 2016 HRN Radiothon. You've heard Philip and Wendy, sometimes Coach Jen, Debbie and Lena, let's not forget Glenn. But do you recall... The most famous show host of all. Hedwig the Pomeranian from the Healthy Critter Show tackles all the tough questions Jamie Jennings doesn't know. All of the hosts adore her, even with a funny name. Hedwig the Pomeranian Joins in all the HRN games. Then one frosty Christmas Eve, Glenn came home to see. The host had wrapped his gifts in gold underneath the Christmas tree. Now Hedwig the Pomeranian is on the Healthy Critter Show. She'll answer all those vet questions Jamie Jennings never knows. All of the hosts adore her as she yips and barks with glee. Hedwig the Pomeranian is making podcast history. Well done, Jerry. Twas the night before radio found throughout the land. Listeners and others dream of the prices to be had. With Glenn and Jamie providing stories of their ponies. They gave us much laughter and tears throughout the year. We all have fancy rides. We listen to Horses in the Morning. God bless and have a Merry Christmas. Good morning, Horses in the Morning crew, Glenn, Jamie, and Jen. This is Carol Carter in North Carolina, and I'm calling with my fantasy ride. Um, it isn't a specific horse, but for years, I've always wanted to just say that I've jumped a four-foot course. Um, unfortunately, I've had knee replacement and gotten older, and I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. But that has been my fantasy, is to jump a four-foot course. Happy holidays, everybody, at Horses in the Morning. Thank you for having such a wonderful show. This is Alexandra Ireland. And my fantasy ride would definitely have to be Gem Twist. Hi, Horse World. This is legacy listener Rhonda Crabtree. It was hard for me to decide which horse from history I'd like to have a ride on. First, I considered Big Ben, a Canadian superhero. But since I don't jump anymore, I thought about Dynasty, a great Canadian dressage horse. But then I finally settled on Mr. Ed. Hello. 
I'm Mr. Red. Who better to get a riding lesson from than a talking horse? Merry Christmas to all the hosts, auditors, and listeners of the Horse Radio Network from Canada. Happy holidays, everyone. This is Casey. I'm an auditor for HRN, and I wrote a poem. Hooves are crunching through the fresh white snow. The air is turning white with each breath we blow. Bridles are jingling, saddles creak. Through winter's silence, we slowly creep. Starlight shimmers through the tree. The moon lights the trail ahead. Grinning to myself, I think, I really should be in bed. Ahead, the trail widens into a large clearing. My horse walks on without me steering. My eyes are pointed skyward, my mouth agape. What is that? That funny flying shape? Through the air it seems to flutter, quick and fluid movements, like a knife through butter. My mare tosses her head as the shape comes into view. The moonlight shines on Santa and his crew. I hear the bells jingle on the harnesses above, as twelve reindeer fly as high as any dove. Ho, 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 says Santa, as he waves to me below. Merry Christmas to all who listen to the horses in the morning show. I awoke with a start tucked snug in my bed, and realized why visions of Santa and riding had danced through my head. My earphones were tied in a misshapen knot, wrapped in my hair and the necklace I just bought. Podcast after podcast, as I slept, HRN was playing, though I'm not sure what they were saying. With that, I end this poorly written note, as it's time to feed, and I need to find my coat. Happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas and happy Radiothon from Lindsay Helmuth, last year's Radiothon Grand Prize winner. My dream ride would be General Robert E. Lee's horse, Traveler. According to family legend, my grandfather's great-grandfather once held Traveler for General Lee outside of a tavern in Old Town, Virginia. I have always loved General Lee's descriptions of his special horse, and I think it would be amazing to get to meet and ride Traveler. I hope everyone at the Horse Radio Network and all of the Horse Radio Network auditors and listeners have a very wonderful Christmas and happy holidays. Hi, Glenn, Jen, and Jamie. This is Rachel from Wisconsin, and I was calling with a song for Radiothon. Here we go. Sweeping down the aisles with a long handle bristle broom. Over the cracks I go, laughing all the way. Jamie, Glenn, and Jen, keeping spirits bright. Oh, what fun it is to be in the barn on Radiothon night. Cleaning stalls, cleaning stalls, cleaning up the barn. With Glenn and Jen and Jamie, too, it's chore time on the farm. Happy Radiothon! All I want for Christmas is my own pony With sparkly hooves underneath my tree Gee, if I could only have my own pony Then I could wish you Merry Christmas You know, last year you dropped the ball You brought a doll with pretty shoes and curls I flung it in the fireplace Why can't you understand that I'm a horse girl? So all I want for Christmas is my own pony, a saddle to and weather beat up, please. Gee, if I could only have my own pony, then I could wish you Merry Christmas. Horse Lovers is having a special holiday flash sale every day in the holidays. Two products available at amazing prices, and then they just disappear. Visit the site every day so you don't miss these brand name products at amazing holiday prices. Quantities are limited, so stop by often at horselovers.com slash HRN. That's horselovers.com slash HRN. Plus, horselovers.com is offering a special discount with purchase just for Radiothon listeners. Spend at least $49 with horselovers.com. Enter HRN in the coupon code box at checkout and get $5 off your next order instantly. This is an exclusive code just for HRN listeners. HRN in the coupon box at checkout at horselovers.com slash HRN. Well, we are
are super pleased to have on our holiday radiothon a guest who is a legend, a show jumping legend. Melanie Smith Taylor became one of only two riders to ever win the Triple Crown of Show Jumping, the American Invitational, the International Show Jumping Derby, and the American Gold, Gold Cup, and the only person to win all three. On the same horse. She capped off her amazing show jumping career with a team gold medal in the LA Olympic Games. And retiring from active, active competition in 1987, Melanie has continued to serve the horse world as a clinician, a television broadcaster for events, including the Olympic Games and World Championships, and as a recognized judge for 100 jumpers and hunt seat equitation. And uh, if I had one fantasy and one dream, it would be to maybe uh, video me jumping Zeus like on a little you know he's, he's all the way up to two six now and if I could somehow send that to Melanie and have her like critique like talk it like it's the Olympic Games you know You're, you guys are going to recognize <laughs> put her voice, voice over <laughs> put, put, have her do a voiceover of it uh, now coming in Jamie Massey Jennings on uh, <laughs> so we welcome to this show Melanie Smith Taylor good morning I, you have me laughing so hard. Thank you. I love that. Send it to me right away. Oh my gosh, that'd be a dream come true. Uh, you'd have to be nice though, because you're just absolutely incredible. And there are times that I, I, I've listened to you and it's like, you're like, ooh, that was a bad decision she made. I'm like, no. <laughs> Well, I now I would be nice because now I don't want to jump anything higher than 18 inches. That's kind of my max. So uh, I would be very nice to you at two six for sure. <laughs> That's awful sweet. But why are you are you why are you done jumping? Just be just why? Well, I just uh, you know life just goes on. I just have other things that I'm involved in, and I I am riding though. I recently uh, I ride with my little niece, and I recently acquired a couple horses and I, I have a little quarter horse draft horse. We call him my old lady horse. And I just, <laughs> I just trail ride pleasure ride around the farm and, and work with him. So it, I'm just having fun riding, but you know, it just, uh, it just, I just, you know, like I said, life goes in different directions and I, I travel a lot, a whole lot. And um, I get my adrenaline fix with horses from teaching uh, in the clinics that I do, I'm good to be around horses and help horses. And, and I live with horses every day. They're all around. I see them from my house, from all my windows. So I'm, I'm around them and have them retired. So I'm still in very much in the horse world and, and, uh, have a sense of horses around me at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I would expect no less from you for sure. I mean, you are the voice of, of the horse world at this point, you know, being, uh, the person that talks and does the, the voiceovers for the Olympics and all the championships, you know, you, you can't, and Rolex and everything you do. So, so being that you travel so much and you're constantly seem like you're you're broadcasting all the time, much less all the clinics and shows. What is, uh, is Christmas like for you? Is it a nice downtime? Is it a reprieve? Is it horsey? What, what do you do? You know, I, I love, uh, the holiday seasons, but I, I, mainly because I'm home more. I usually, like I said, that's the time of year where I actually do spend a little more time at home, except that I, the only family I have, my sister and, and she has four daughters. So they, like to go somewhere fun, somewhere warm at Christmas. So I, they're going to Hawaii for a week. So I'm going to go with them. But Heck the yeah. good thing is I'm going to give a, I'm going to give a clinic while I'm out there. Of course you are. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be with horses. Yes. I can't, I can't not be with them. But we're going to be home actually. We come home Christmas Eve. So I'll be home Christmas day. And it's sort of a tradition. My late husband and I would always uh, feed all, all of our horses on the farm, live outside. We used to have over a hundred, but now we only have uh, 15. But the wow. tradition was, you know, to let everybody off and we fed everything. And it's just so much fun to do that. And I don't think there's any sound more sweet than hearing the horses munching, munching their hay and their grain. And the, uh, isn't that when you go through the barn, it's just the most wonderful sound and comforting That's feeling. That's my favorite moment of owning horses is when they're all standing there eating. Yes, me too. I just love that. But our horses all live outside. 
In fact, we can't make them come in <laughs> when the weather's bad. We've tried to go retrieve them on stormy days that they love to be outside. That's what they're meant to be. But, you know, we feed them all outside in the pastures, but we go hay and grain. You still, ha- you still have that wonderful feeling, and you can hug up next to their warm bodies and listen to a munch. I just, I just love that. Yeah, me too. Me too. So one of the questions that we've been asking everybody is your fantasy ride. If you could ride any horse in history, fiction, nonfiction, any horse ever, I am just dying to know who Melanie Smith Taylor would ride. Uh, you know, I've, I, I've been asked that before and I thought and I thought, and I've, I've never coveted other people's horses or other horses because I've always just you know, loved ones I've had or loved watching the great ones. I, I've always thought it'd be so fun to ride the best horse in every division. Like who wouldn't love to sit on Vallegro for flying changes every stride, you know, riding a, uh, a, the top cutting horse, the top uh, gated horse. But as far as in the jumper world, I guess some of my favorites of all time have been like Jim Twist and Milton, obviously, Big stars, fabulous, and maybe um, maybe uh, Hickstead would have been the great stallion of Eric Lamas's. I I always loved a smaller horse because I think Calypso was small, not quite sixteen hands. And Hickstead, when I stood next to him one time at an FEI jog, I was shocked that he's only he wasn't even sixteen hands. He's very small, but he and Calypso were the same in that they would go into the ring and they would just kind of rise up you know it just felt mm. like their aura they 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 felt big and they felt important and i uh hickstead was such a dramatic jumper i'd have to think he would have just been a phenomenal horse to ride because he was such a trier and, and i i love i love horses that try that have that that wonderful heart and i think smaller horses have to try harder and i just think maybe sometimes they have more try anyway. i i i so had I no idea that he uh, yeah, I, I have Hickstead's briar horse because I loved him madly, but I, ha- in his briar, he looks like he's a 17 hand monster. So I, no, I'm surprised he, that he was, I was small. Shocked. Yeah, I was shocked too. I, I, when I first walked up to him after watching him go, he looked like such a giant, but he wasn't. Well, you need to have Calypso's briar. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll put him right next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so. Uh, I, I guess that's what I would say, but I loved listening to the someone right before said they wanted to ride Traveler, Robert E. Lee's horse. I thought, what a fun idea. I should have, I should think of something clever like that. I thought that was really cute. <laughs> I know we had a, we had a guest on earlier, uh, a voicemail came in Templeton Thompson, and she said that she wouldn't want to ride it. She just want to spend time with Sergeant Reckless. Cause you know what? She's done enough. I was like, dang, that's the best answer I've heard. So- oh, yes. Right? Don't you think it'd be fun to ride to ride one of those Budweiser hitch horses? So I yeah. think that would be really fun. <laughs> <They don't laughs> Good one. Be, See, <laughs> they don't have to be famous. They just have to look like fun. Oh, I just yes. think they'd be fun. Yes. Well, we now know <laughs> what your next horse is going to be: a retired Budweiser Clydesdale to ride around the farm. Well, <laughs> I, I have a. I said I just have a. I have a half quarter horse, half draft horse cross right now, and it's kind of fun. No, but they're really weird. quiet and gentle. Well, you know what, Melanie? We know the uh, we know the Budweiser people. I could have one shipped over to you if you really want one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know they used to stop here. We have our barn has it's an old barn, and the stalls are big, like fourteen by fourteen. And the Budweiser Hitch used to pass through Memphis, and they would stop and stable here because we had the biggest stalls in town. So that's why I sort of fell in love with them. And then they would hitch them up and drive them down the driveway. It was, uh, we have this long driveway that's like a mile long and, and they'd take us on a ride. So I sort of have a, a warm spot in my heart for them because we used to see them a lot. So Glenn, she just basically <laughs> slapped you in the face. Right? I know you think, she did. I heard know. that. I heard that, Melanie. I heard that. No, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't know. <laughs> You one up to me. One up to you like crazy. That is no, like boom. No, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't <laughs> well, I mean to do it. that. I will take you up on it, Glenn. I think that'd be wonderful. <laughs> oh, that made me I'll so happy. <laughs> right answer, Melanie. Right answer. <laughs> That's great. Well, Melanie, we appreciate everything. You've come on so many times, and and I just 
I, I just feel so close to you. And so I feel like we're kin, uh, and everything that you say and everything we you do. And I, I know, <laughs> please, please do. If you're ever in the Phoenix area, please come on out and I'm going to search your website and see if you're going to be doing any, any clinics. And I, I know you have a book, so let's talk about the book real quick. Give us the, the name and the website and everything. Um, well, yeah, my book is called Riding with Life Lessons from the Horse. And it's a, it came out last year. And um, yeah, it's on my website's just MelanieSmithTaylor.com. And uh, it's just a, it's a combination of the things I learned from some great horsemen in my life, my mother and the great horsemen that I've learned a lot of things from uh, Buck Branneman and Ray Hunt after I retired from jumping. And, and I just can connect it with what I learned from George Morris and the different people in my life in the jumping world. So it's a lot of groundwork, horse handling, stable management, um, ideas and exercises, and then how that relates to all of your flat work and jumping and show ring riding. And, and that's what I really enjoy doing. My clinics are a combination of, of, uh, good horsemanship as well as technical. Now the cover, I got to ask skills. you, the cover of the book is amazing. Is that you riding? Without a helmet, course, jumping yes, bareback. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was without a helmet, but that was like, uh, you know, 50 some, 55 or so years ago. I think I was 11 or 12 and it, you know, wasn't about the helmets then. But yeah, just jumping. We just, yeah, jumping without a bridle or a saddle, bareback. Bridalist, yeah, saddleist, arms me. in the air, no yeah, helmet. Yeah, we would just. Love it. Yeah, it was like a look mono hands kind of picture. We just, you know, we just got on and rode and. And we, when we would spend the night with friends, we'd take our ponies with us and the ponies would spend the night too. We just rode all day everywhere and nobody thought about a saddle. We did use bridles normally. But <laughs> <laughs> How fun. I'd but love now, to see I'm, Calypso I'm, bridleless and saddleless jumping jumps like that. Fantastic. Oh, I, I've, uh, I may have done a little of that, but I am an advocate for hard hats. I wouldn't even get on a horse for a standing photograph, I say now, without a helmet. So. <laughs> Absolutely. The picture on the book is some years ago, but I've, I've, uh, I'm not cavalier about that anymore because we know well, too much. We didn't know neither, back then, but we do now. We. Yep. Well, we have to wrap right now, but Melanie, thank you so much for coming on. And Melanie Smith Taylor is the website, and holidayradiothon.com is where you guys want to go if you want to see any of the prizes. And we're about to give some more prizes away, Melanie. So thank you so much for joining right. us and have a wonderful, Enjoy merry. That. Melakaliki Thank-, <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. Exactly. Oh, that's good. Thank you, guys. All right. <laughs> Bye. 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 All right. Let's hear from our title sponsor of this hour, and that's Omega Alpha Equine. Winter season is the time of year when our horses' respiratory systems often show signs of stress. More time in the barn, traveling long distances to winter quarters, and back-to-back competitions for weeks on end can all take a heavy toll on your horse's respiratory system. That's why Omega Alpha Equine has developed a variety of products to keep your horse's airways functioning properly. Airwaves, Lung Flush, Herbicoff, Respifree, and Stasis have all been developed to keep your horse's respiratory system in peak condition. Ask for Omega Alpha's all-natural products at your local tack and feed supplier or visit them online at OmegaAlphaEquine.com. That's OmegaAlphaEquine.com. And now Wendy is going. It's that time. It's Yay, that time. Prize Yay, time. prize time. Okay. So, Wendy, so what are we giving hour, away? We're giving away a pair of Cavallo Trek hoof boots worth $170. Glenn and Jennifer use these boots all the time on Scooter and Nigel, and they're some of the most comfortable and longest lasting boots on the market today. These boots work because they're easy to put on and off. They have an all terrain tread that minimizes buildup of mud, sand, and debris. They provide excellent traction while still allowing natural movement. The center of the outsole is recessed to maximize pressure, and the Cavallo Trek hoof boots have built-in sole relief and a raised inner rim that takes pressure off the sole, bars, and frog. Cavallo's honeycomb design maximizes strength and minimizes weight for the comfortable performance your horse deserves. Visit CavalloInc.com for more information. That's C-A-V-A-L-L-O-I-N-C.com. 
And the next one is the stud muffins. Stud muffins. Pack worth $250. Stud muffins are the horse treats that are 100% handcrafted. Every batch is made with care and devotion to produce the ultimate horse treat for your equine herd, whether you have one or a hundred. This amazing pack includes four 90-ounce bags of stud muffins, one 12 nays of Christmas advent calendar. Oh, I need one of those. One reward chart, two pairs of riding socks with matching muffin tops. Oh, I'm not sure I'd want the muffin tops. <laughs> <laughs> Stud muffins are different, available. Different kind of muffin okay, top there, okay. Wendy. <laughs> Stud muffins are available at most retailers or Google Stud muffins to find the nearest location, the location nearest you. So, so we have Cavallo boots and stud muffins. Let's, uh, real quick, we don't have a lot of time, but let's get Cynthia on here, one of our listeners calling in. Hey, Cynthia. Hi. Hey, thank you so much. We don't have a lot of time. Would you mind helping us pick the winner for this hour? We have to pick a number between 1 sure. and 210. 1 and 210 that will win the Cavallo boots, which I use every time I drive my pony. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, we're ready. 179. 179 is Rosie Marillo. Rosie! Yay, Rosie, congratulations. <laughs> and so she gets the Cavallo boots. She gets the Cavallo boots. Now, Cynthia, you have to do better at picking yourself here. So um, let's uh, have... Oh. <laughs> now we we have the stud muffin gift pack worth $250. That is a lot of freaking stud muffins. <laughs> um. Same numbers? Yep, same numbers. Okay. 60. 60. 60, that's a nice one. Okay, let's see. 60 is Elizabeth Mueller. Elizabeth Mueller, that's congratulations to you. You won a whole lot of stud muffins. (laughs) Thank you so much for helping out, (laughs) Cynthia. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Thank you. All right, Jamie, we have to say goodbye to you until later in the day. You're going to help out in the Horsemanship Hour, which will be 1 to 2 o'clock Eastern. All right, don't let me forget. (laughs) (laughs) I'll call you. Thanks, Jamie, and congratulations again on your big announcement. If you didn't hear it, go back tomorrow and listen to Hour 2 of the show. Uh, and you can hear Jamie's big announcement, and we will have all the replays up for you tomorrow, so you, you won't miss a thing. Congratulations, Jamie. Thanks, y'all. Spade Neuter Geld. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Talk to you later. (laughs) 